Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to a new podcast, The Paddock and the Pavilion with Stephen Wallace. In each show, Stephen will interview someone connected to the world of horse racing or cricket. Hello and welcome to The Paddock and the Pavilion for one of our midweek episodes. With the turf flat season due to start on Saturday, I caught up with one of the leading Newmarket-based jockeys, Rab Havlin, for his personal thoughts of last season and to look forward to 2021. On this Sunday's podcast, I will be with Philip Blacker, a man of many talents. Philip is now a world-famous sculptor, while in the 1970s and the early 1980s, he was a professional jump jockey and came close to riding the winner of the Grand National. Enjoy today's podcast with Rab Havlin, which was recorded in early March. Hello, Rab. Thanks for coming back on the paddock and the pavilion. Uh, No problem, Stephen. Anytime. How are you anyway? Yeah, good. Bearing up, uh, ticking away, trying to keep busy. You're still doing some homeschooling, yeah? Well, um, I ride out every morning and I try to to drag my feet and find as many jobs on the way home to do before I get here to kind of hopefully my wife has finished mostly by the time I get home. So, uh, yeah, we I, I manage to get the tail end of it every every day. Oh, that helps uh, with all this all-weather racing, not having to do any homeschooling then, yeah. I know, yeah, just uh, it's soul destroying, really. <laughs> but what's it been like with the previous cold weather we had on the in the winter, riding out on the heath? Yeah, well, we, we still had plenty of horses cantering, so um, as you can imagine, it wasn't very nice uh, through everything that is this year. So, uh, f- freezing winds, and then we had the the tail end of that uh, that that storm, and then we had the snow, so. Uh, we've we've had all sorts, but thankfully we've turned the corner now and we're getting some nice weather and some nice temperatures. I mean, being a Scotsman, you should be used to cold weather anyway. Well, the amount of times I hear that, I never get used to cold weather. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I hate the cold, but uh, the amount of times people say to me, you're a Scotsman, you should be used to it. And have you still been riding out Stradivarius? No, um, I'll probably get back on him soon, but he's just mainly been trotting through the 
through the winter. So uh, he'll he'll start his campaign soon, sort of building them up, and uh, that's when I'll get back on him. But we've had lots of, you know, quite a few runners on the all weather, so I've been busy ticking away on them. Talking about the all weather, you recently rode the winner of the Winter Derby at Lingfield on Forest of Dean. You were praised for your tactics taking up the running. All went to plan that day. Yeah, um, obviously I'd ridden them in the uh, the trial and the kind of same scenario had played out, but I hung on to him into the yeah. straight because I didn't want to I didn't want to kick on down the hill and open the race up for the hold up horses behind me because they were my dangers. So I hung on to him to the straight and in order for them to come round me. And uh, he didn't really pick up that well. So uh, the same sort of scenario happened. I happened to be in the same position in the winter derby. So I thought, well, I'll try plan B then. And I kicked him in the belly running down the hill and, and stole a few lengths and was able to hang on to the line. And what's his next target? Uh, well, they'll go for the Easter Classic uh, back at Lingfield. So uh, taking on the same horses again, but obviously with the addition of uh, Bangkok, I'd imagine he would turn up there because he was in, in Saudi at the time when the uh, Winter Derby. So that'll be a stronger race in Easter Classic. And uh, But, I mean, obviously he's improved each time he's run this year after having a layoff. So hopefully we can squeeze another little bit of improvement at him. And what's it been like since last June when you started back racing? Um, have you got used to all the COVID protocols, no crowds? Yeah, I mean, the no, the no crowds was pr- pretty easy. We didn't really have to do anything different, you know. Um, basically, the changing rooms have been uh, are different, you know. The, we're a lot all segregated and we have our own space, a two-metre space, and, uh, you know, basically having to follow the one-way systems around the weighing room and just follow protocol, really. But, you know, as, as I think I spoke before, like be, being a jockey, you, you kind of used to rule changes and and things changing and following protocol, so it was quite easy to to just kind of fit fit into that. I suppose it's good to still be able to work, uh, unlike a lot of people. Oh, exactly. I mean, um, we, we're the lucky ones, and they say as the spring comes in, we you know we're in the nice weather, and your heart goes out to these people that have been locked in high rise flats or built up areas, and they and they don't have the parks or the countryside because they get out and. Uh, and we're lucky, you know, we've been able to still earn the wage and we've been able to still get out. But what was it like at um, Royal Ascot, say, with, with no crowds? That must have been different. Yeah, that was very weird. Um, that was very weird. I mean, you, you, you do miss the crowds at these big meetings and uh, it's part of the atmosphere. Even going to the start, you know, you can feel feel the buzz. But uh, look, at, at least it was able to go ahead. So we have to be thankful for that. Well, hopefully there'll be crowds back there this year. Yeah, well, it's good that we've got some dates now, and um, and hopefully with the testing and the, and the vaccines being rolled out quick, I think the you know the first crowds are hopefully going to start about five thousand, and hopefully by the end of the year we can build back up to something like normal. That's something to look forward to. But what were your own personal highlights um, last season's uh, turf season? Oh, we started off good, and um, I won the Brigadier Gerard on Lord North, and. You know, rode some exciting horses towards the back end of the year, and you know, it's every every year's good riding for a stable as as big as ours, and and uh, you know, even the winners I didn't ride, I enjoyed watching and and being involved in the ones that that were winning winning the big races. Because you got to ride Palace Pier in his first ride of last season as well, didn't you? Yeah, it was fantastic, and he went on to be top three-year-old of the year, so looking forward to him running this year and seeing what he can do, and he's got some nice targets. Oh, he's back again 
this year as well. Yeah, he stayed, he stayed in training this year. So, yeah, we've got some some nice ones to go on. Obviously, Enable retired, but um, hopefully we can find a few that we can can fill up space. And obviously, Mishrif won the the richest race in the world recently. So, um, yeah, there's there's some nice horses there, and and uh, hopefully we can you know obviously the boss ended up being champion trainer again, which was another highlight. And is um, Lord North um, about again this year? Yeah, Lord North's here. He's uh, he's heading for the Shima Classic uh, in Dubai, so that'll be his start-off point this year. And, uh, we'll see where he goes from there. And you also got close to winning a, a Group 1 with Indigo Girl at, at Newmarket. Yeah, it was quite unfortunate because the winner uh, was supposed to run the, the week before, but there was a feed contamination, so... They swerved France and, and uh, came to Newmarket and unfortunately they beat us. So uh, that was just one of those things. But obviously she's a nice filly going forward this year as well. So exciting stuff. And as an old timer, if I can say that, do you still get excited about the, the new turf season and returning to the Roly Mile? Yeah, I think if you didn't, you know, you shouldn't be in the game really. It's, uh, you know, that that's that, that's at a time of the year when you're, you know, you have expectations for horses. Obviously, some let you down, but some ex- exceed expectations. So it's always a very exciting time. And, uh, you know, the spring is in the air and everybody's got a, a you know, a, a lighter step. And, you know, you've got the whole season to look forward. Uh, good, good times and bad. Away from the racing scene, what about your football team, Rangers, Scottish League champions? Yeah, unbelievable, isn't it? Um, Stevie Gerrard's done a fantastic job. Unbelievable job there. Just hope we can hang on to him for another few years. Your uh, friend Ali McCoist will be pleased. Yeah, I think there was a lot of celebrating going on in Scotland that night. So, uh, and I, I had a few a few drinks myself. So, yeah, no, it was perfect, perfect, uh, a great result. And hopefully, it's back to winning ways for Rangers and and onwards and upwards. Well, thank you again for being on the paddock and the pavilion, and good luck for the new turf season and a return to crowds at the Rowley Mile and the July course in the summer. Thanks, Stephen. That's great. Thank you for listening to The Paddock and the Pavilion. You can download the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher and Spotify. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at The Pad and Pad. Sports Social Podcast Network.